Welcome back to the DS Chronicles, a Demon Slayer podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chaz. And I'm Ronnie. And today we're covering Demon Slayer, Season 1, Episode 2, Trainer Sokonji Yurokadakaki. That's right. That's how I've also remembered the name was said in the... Yurokodaki. Yurokodaki? Yes. I mean... How many syllables are we dealing with there? That's just... It's silly. It's downright silly. You know I'm not a fan of it. You're... You said over one, right? Ko da five five. And Who's got the time? Your rule is like over one, right? Who is the time? No, it's a two-syllable rule. Oh. You get two. If you get three, I can still be maybe friends with you. You start messing with four, listen, you're going to have... We're going to have to have a sit down and talk about it. Like five, what? five, three, maybe. Like, what about Sanjaya? Five, you're just playing with yourself. You, Did like you say San- Sanjaya? Yeah, if you were friends with somebody named Sanjaya, how's that one? Well, I would call him just Jaya. Okay. Because why Sanjaya? I don't know any Sanjayas. Do you know a Sanjaya? Well, that's and when you're in Georgia. Also, stay we've got to just be the DS Chronicles. We are a Nintendo DS uh, companion pod. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, some guys, some sneaky guys. Got the Demon Slayer Chronicles before us. Yeah, and they totally saw what we did with yeah. everything else. They realized that it. we were creating a monopoly on anime-based chronicles, and they were like, yeah. well, they haven't gotten to this one yet. Let's try it. Let's steal it before they can get there. And I went and listened to every single episode of theirs. Not as good as ours. Well, and then I also looked, and I didn't see full coverage of season two, so they better watch out. Yep. All right, they better watch out because we're coming. We're coming. The boys are coming. Ronnie and Chaz are knocking. So yeah, season one, episode two. What did you think about this episode? I liked it. Uh, you know, I was waiting for us to meet this trainer, and we met him. And I've got some things to say, but I don't want to get ahead of myself. Yeah, don't get ahead of yourself. I would hate to do it. Same way, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Okay, it was a so nice just building up. Yeah. you know, it's a marathon here. All right, so let's get right into it. We start off with what feels like an AOT episode. You know okay. why? And why? do you know why? Why? Just because there's a bird fields. flying across oh, the screen. Flying. Yes, I see what you're going for. Yep. I would say probably approximately 65% of AOT episodes start with that. You're bird gang, you're on bird watch. Yep. And uh, yeah, our boy Tanjiro. That's Not how we, wrong. That's how we say it down in the south, but if we want to say it properly, it's Tanjiro. We can call him Tanji. No, we can call him Tanji. Tanji or Tanji, whatever one you feel like. Well, Tanji. Country boy, that's what you say. Okay? I'm a country boy, fellas and ladies, so if something slips up like that, don't get mad at me. I've always just been known as that country guy. He's doing it on purpose. And so, yeah, Tanji, he insists on paying for a basket with holes in it. Right. Um, even though they tell him multiple times, just take it. It's free. This is a classic, you know, see, the thing is, the rookie move by the bamboo farmer is what I'm going to call this guy. I don't know if he actually farms the bamboo, but he's got got it in droves. He's plentiful in the bamboo department. You say no a number of times that correlates with how much you like the person. When someone offers you money, there's a rule, okay? Number one, you, you say no once to a cohort. They say, oh, let me get you, let me get you on that. You say, no, 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 no. And they say no, and you all right, yes, yeah, me take it. Especially a 15-year-old, well, we assume he's like 15, 16, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. He's being nice to a younger gent. Yeah. And at some point, 
Tanji is obviously a nice guy, but at some point you got to be like, dude, shut up. Like I, I would be, this is what I would be. I would say, you know what? You're not even getting it for free. Oh yeah. I'll take it back. And then two, you'd go two for a friend. Like if we're at dinner and you're like, oh, Ronnie, uh, you, you did eat half the menu, but let me get that appetizer. I'll say, no, dude. And you're like, please let me get this appetizer. I'm like, Chaz, no, it's fine. He said, dude. And I go, okay, you can buy the appetizer. <laughs> Like, that you happens did, a lot. There was a seven to one Ronnie ratio of the fried mozzarella sticks. You did have yeah. one, so yes, you should chip in for that. Those tunions? Oh my goodness! Did you just say tunions? Yeah. What is a tunion? Oh lordy, my boy Ronnie doesn't know what a tunion is. You know what a tunion is? You can call it a funion because it's fun to eat, but a lot of people call it by its name. It's a tunion. It is a uh, essentially a fried onion. Now that's where the onion comes in. It's a fried onion type deal, and you dip it in this sauce, and boy, oh boy, is it good. Where are they called onions? Outback Steakhouse. So he Outback Steakhouse has, of course, the bloomin' onion. Don't but, act no, okay, like I'm I sorry. don't know what I'm talking about. You fool, Longhorn. I apologize for the mishap. Oh my god. And then Texas Roadhouse has the their versions, the cactus blossom. Yes. Quit acting like I don't know my onion-based appetizers. Well, I'm, I'm thinking more country. I know my way around the kitchen. No one calls it a tunion. Longhorn does. So Tanji, he brings back... Uh, oh, and three, you say no three times for an elderly family member, but it doesn't matter. They're going to sneak it on yes. you somehow. Oh, that's another thing with elderly people. Uh-huh. They could be. You could have just had the largest dinner. You could mm-hmm. be off sugars. Uh, if they offer you a cookie, you take the cookie and you eat it because yeah. they're not gonna take no for an answer. Right. Same thing with money. You you say no eight times because it's you know, and then still you'll be like, okay, I finally got them not to get it, and then you'll go home, you'll check your pocket, and there's just twenty bucks in it. You're like, yeah. what? How did they do that? Yep. You're like, all I did was Classic. plug in. <laughs> You're like, all I did was plug in a lamp, and they gave yeah. me twenty dollars. This young generation just knows what they're doing. <laughs> so yeah, he brings the basket back to the cave where we see his younger sister, Neziko. She's dug a hole and her cute little demon little head is just sticking out of it. What, you think she's cute right here, Ronnie? I mean, yeah, it's just a rule. Anytime you stick your head out of a hole, you do look cute. Um, especially if it's nose up or um, a bridge of nose and up. Bridge of nose enough, yeah. No mouth. Yeah, no mouth is key. Yeah. And then we get the OP, and this is where I ask you, Ronnie. We finally get... Yeah, we get the opening song and credits for the very first time. (laughs) Of course, you're the hater last episode. You didn't listen to it because it was at the end. Um, How was it? Well, there wasn't one last episode. Like the song, I had to listen to it a couple times because you oversold it at first, but I do like I... Oversold. You oversold it. I had to sit in it for a second, replay it, and I do like the song. I do like the song. Something about the animation of the opening credits was underwhelming for as well as the rest of the uh, show is animated. I don't know. That was just my first thought. But I also don't know these characters yet. So that's uh, probably has something to do with it. I'm just watching a lot of people run around that I don't know. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a bop. Ronnie is confirmed. It's a bop. It's not a bop, I wouldn't say. Okay, well, it's a uh, it's a jingle. It's closer to a jingle than a bop. Okay. 
but I don't know if Jingle's correct either. We'll figure, we'll find it out. We got to listen to it a few more times. We'll figure it out. <laughs> so Tanji, he keeps talking about his little sister, and then he even says that she's a a little mole. He's like, "Wow, my sister's turned into a mole. What is happening?" And I didn't like that. I mean, she's already a he, demon. Don't call her a mole, too. Yeah, uh, it's just if I'm going ground based animals, <laughs> hedgehog, hedgehog number one. Yep. Groundhog number two. Anything and, that's got ground in the name. Yep. Not a mole. And ferret. Because no one says ground mole. What do they call those ferret little Tommy boys? They, Tommy something, right? Rufus from Kim Possible. Is that what you're yes. talking about? No, no. The, from uh, The Lion King. What is that thing called? Oh, a meerkat. Meerkat. Love that's a meerkat. Yes. Love a meerkat. They we might just be number one. We don't have, they might be. We just don't have a whole lot of them around mm-hmm. here, so I haven't spent much time with them. By not having a whole lot of them around here, we have. Actually, zero. Well, I think I saw one one time. (laughs) Yeah, somebody... Well, yeah, somebody probably has a pet meerkat. They're few and far between. Yeah. Amazon Amazon will ship you anything, dude. We could get a meerkat. So he makes this basket for her, and uh, this poor girl... This basket is made for a... a, I would say a three-year-old toddler. I mean, he... What is he thinking here? Well, then I thought that they were really going to act like she was just going to fit into this basket. And well, I was, and then, then he goes, oh, wow, my sister has really grown. Like he hasn't lived with her his entire life in this cabin. Not only that, the way he's talking to her, if I ever become a demon and you start talking to me like I'm a puppy, I will give you a handful of fists. But does she not look cute like a puppy right here? No, don't talk to her like she's a puppy. She has a mouth guard thing on. Yeah, which is, she's I a mean, puppy. Okay, kinky, she's your sister, be careful. Muzzled. He's muzzled up his sister, He's bro. muzzled up his sister. And you can you could do this more effectively without it being so sketch. Yeah, because there's a lot of women, I'm sure, that would uh, that talk way too much. That you pro- They probably need a muzzle. She doesn't really seem like she needs one. Moving on. But yeah, like you said, he treats her like a puppy. He pats her and tells her to get smaller. Yeah. He's like, you know how you got you were got big like a big adult earlier, even though you're not small and you're kind of an adult? Well, get smaller for me, okay? Yeah. Never had a woman tell me that. And she does. She literally gets very small and is so damn cute, Ronnie. How I, small is she? I would say she's the size They of, didn't do a good job of showing me. I would say the size of a uh, a small mm-hmm. a small zebra calf. Okay, I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, I see the size. Yeah, a lot of legs. A lot of legs. Around that size, probably a seven month old calf. Um, yeah, I, I put right here too, Ronnie. You're gonna love Nezuko. You love cute little girls. Whoa! Oh my god! Okay. Everyone, calm the fuck down. (laughs) That sounded wrong. I meant you You love... You mean I am a fatherly figure who can't wait to have children of my own, and I will take her under my wing. And they're always little demons, okay? You like those little feisty demons. Well, she's about that age. You know, those girls get to an age, they become little demons. You know, they don't want to spend time with daddy anymore. I had a sister. And I don't want to say daddy, I want to say dad, because that's a whole other Her thing. Father. She's by God, she's gagged. We're I am a father. Figure. Well, you're not a father, no. Hell no. <laughs> I, I will, hope to God. I not. will be one day, maybe. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm working on it. 
No, he's not. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, Tanjiro, he heads out on his journey, um, and he's heading to Mount Saguri, yeah. I believe it's pronounced, where he runs into a couple kind... He's in a hurry to Sag- Mount Saguri. <laughs> oh, that was good. Why did I not write that? I don't know. Damn. Rush up to the notes. All dude. right, you've beat me on that one. That's one. One punny to zero right now. <laughs> he runs into a couple kind villagers who tell him to watch out at night that a bunch of people have gone missing. I love a good adventure, okay? Yeah, me too. Especially when it's between a demon and a human sibling. Here's the thing about this show, though. I mean, like I said last, Audrey, Aubrey Drake Graham, 0 to 100, uh, word I can't say, real quick. We don't even really get to go on an adventure. Like, he's right here, already up at the top of the mountain. I didn't get to see the adventure. Yeah. I mean, it seems like he just walked. Yeah. I like an adventure where we see, like, you know, maybe... A road trip. A proper road trip. Chases a butterfly. Banter. How about a little banter? Yeah. Um, Nezuko gets loose. Uh Uh-huh. Something like that. So, yeah, Tanji then, uh, it's nightfall, okay? Gets to the top of this thing. It's nightfall. He we know out. what that means. Yes. We, we learned about that last week. Careful now. It's uh, Demons hard come to out see. Oh, yeah. Demons come out. And it's hard to see. He starts smelling. Okay, He pulls out that good old sniffer. Because if his sniffer's that good, his eyesight is definitely taking hits. It is, yeah. His eyesight's weakened. You can't have it both ways. You just can't. What about his ear sight? Ear sight struggling. Uh, you okay. could. Uh, how many times does he get sneaked up on? He does, and you would think he would sniff him out, but okay, I have a theory that some of these people might have uh, some old-fashioned deodorant. I don't know what they use back in the day because there's obviously there's no like Axe spray mm-hmm. or anything like that, like me and you use. But they they got something. It to was cover just it up. scentless defense. Yeah. Cool. Um, but yeah, he smells that good old-fashioned blood. Okay, so he runs to a cabin. He thinks somebody's hurt, that they just got injured. Boy, oh boy, are these people hurt. Okay, he opens this door to see a few people absolutely devoured. Shredded. Yeah, they're not just hurt. They're actually, they're all dead. They're all dead. Well, let's get a pulse on them. Let's see. I'm not ready to declare them dead. And Nezuko hops out. And she starts sniffing this human blood, and she you can tell she wants a little taste. My mouth is watered like that. It has. It has. When I, you know what, if I had to describe this feeling that she's going through right now, you ever have someone give you like a couple pieces of chocolate so you can't have like your, your fill as you wish? Um, yeah, like what it, do you mean, like chocolate bars or just like a little just piece? Just like, you know, a little piece of chocolate or something like that, you know? And you're like... Oh, you know, I only have two pieces. I'm going to make it last. I'm going to let it, like, you know, melt in my mouth for a while. And then you do that for approximately one and a half seconds, and then you just bite it. <laughs> yeah. You just bite it's it. It's too hard, man. You can't do it. It's. I try that every time. I'm like, oh, I'm going to let this Hershey yep. kiss just melt in my mouth. Yeah. And then it instantly goes down my throat. You're like, I'm going to be I'm gonna be with this thing for a while. Yeah. And I then guzzle it, it down. It's just gone. Second yep. one goes down even quicker because at that point you're just like in that mode. Yeah. And then after the second one, you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go buy a bag. Yeah. So, yeah, the demon, though, he instantly says, well, I'm assuming it's a he. He instantly says, oh, wow, you're in my territory. 
Yeah. So demons got those good sniffers too. Well, not only that, they got them vocal cords. Yeah, they talk, and they've got a great sense of smell for other demons. Not only humans, but other demons as well. Well, wait. Not necessarily, right? Well, he, he didn't know that she was a demon yet. Well, he was saying, why are you in my territory? Like, assuming that she was a demon. And then he looked over, and he's like, wait a minute. Are you a demon? He goes, are, are both of you humans? Like, he was confused. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think he was confused? Because he was like, why is a demon chilling with a human? Yeah. Because they were just standing next to each other. He's like, do you see what I just did to these humans? This is what you're supposed to be doing, Right. dumb girl. I just think he needed to analyze the situation a little bit further. Nezuko was a little apprehended, you know? Yeah, a little muzzle on her. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's probably thinking, how does that thing stop in you, though? But anyways, he attacks Tanji instantly, and... Zooms at him, and Tanji gets a little swipe of that hatchet, draws some blood from this thing. You're thinking, oh wow, okay, good reflexes. This is gonna be a fight. Well, I said neck slice. Next, yeah, good blood dripping out right there by the jugular. That's not an area you want to mess around with. He's like, oh, this is great. And then he just goes, oh yeah, you got me. You got me kind of good with that hatchet, and then just heals instantly. Which I knew. I knew that. Yeah. was Saw that one from a mile away. So they can regenerate. They can talk. They can sniff. Mm-hmm. These they've got a they can just good mind. Grow, they can shrink. Yes, uh, these these things are not to be messed with. Oh, also by the way, there was a sewage issue at the penthouse. It smells like it does poop in here. It smells absolutely terrible. That's fine. We've got Chaz has hired the best of the best to come take a look at that. He spared no expense. We are in a penthouse after all. Yes, I've hired my mother okay fighting starts okay we got the fighting starting tanji mentions as he attacks him again he's like oh my god this thing has super strength so not only can they regenerate they're very strong Ronnie. yeah it's like at a certain point it's like okay they just everything is better yeah i get it there we got one weakness it's the sun yep. and this guy this guy grabs tanji by the neck starts choking him out when all of a sudden Nezuko. Nezuko realizes what's going on and just runs up and absolutely Ronaldo's this guy straight to the head. Yep. Kicks it flying. Which seems a little, I don't know. What's going on there? Is that, was he not screwed on there tight? How did she do that? It was a clean cut. She Somehow she's got that super strength too and just used all of that leg force to all just right, I'm send just, that noggin. I'm a very practical guy. I think there should have been a dent in she the sent, skull if that was the case. She sent that noggin jogging. Okay. Okay, all right. Touche. One to one. Well, let me give you the point. I'm going to give myself the point. It's one okay. to one. I would like the noggin and jogging. It was good. So, yeah, I called her the little demon Ronaldo. Okay, the DR, doctor. Okay. I'm not going to take that one too far. Well, you I, said it was the little demon Ronaldo, and then you made it the DR, which would just mean demon Ronaldo. I'm taking away half a point. Well, one, I said doctor as well. One to point five. Okay. His head then grows arms, though, okay? He becomes Geodude. <laughs> he does. Yeah, an uglier Geodude. If Geodude could get any uglier, right. this is it right here. Dude, why did you just rip Geodude? I didn't rip him. I just said he's not that cute. But he's handsome. Are you saying he's not a top he's 10 handsome, handsome Pokemon? Once he evolves. No, that guy, uh, what is it, Graveler? Is that his name? Yeah. Dude, Graveler's not. Graveler's... Okay, uh, you got me on that one. He's not. One to zero. I took away another half a point. 
Geodude, top 10 handsome Pokemon. Uh, not a top 10. Come on. He's a top 10 of the basic ones that I know. You know, now there's probably one in like the most recent generations that like literally just looks like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. I could see a handsome Squidward. There's randomly a handsome Squidward that there's I have like, no idea about. Right. Yeah. But I'm thinking, yeah. Like main ones, definitely. Because what, what is the hot one? There's a really hot one. It's a rock type as well. Um, oh, uh, oh! I mean, the hottest you know one of all about. is uh, Machoke. Machoke. That's who I'm thinking of. I was going to say Machop, but then I would be careful. But <laughs> yeah, once, yeah, once he evolves, yeah. he's free game. And Machamp? Yeah. It's, it goes Machop, Machoke, Machamp. Machamp yeah. is the, the one that looks like he just came out. He did that Ronnie Coleman Right. Workout. Yeah. 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 He's a little bit too like too big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can tell he definitely took something. You like, want he's like not, a good. He didn't just evolve. Mm-hmm. Like, somebody injected him. Yeah. With you want a good definition. You like you don't want to get too big if you're trying to be handsome. That's why Machoke yeah. is the perfect spot. So yeah, his head grows arms. He starts crawling with his arms. I mean, so creepy. And then his decapitated body starts beating the shit out of Nezuko. Yeah. So this guy, this guy's on one right now. You can't even so if you if you send their head flying they still don't die. How Ronnie, how do you think you can kill this thing? Well, I think we learned. One, you wait for the here comes the sun. Okay, and if there's no sunlight, that's what you do. That's how you like um you wreck them. You like lock them down and then you just grab a, an acoustic guitar and you just go, here comes the sun and they're like no. <laughs> or you gotta get a. Um, it's a great Beatles tune. Yeah, or you gotta just ground pound that that head. Yeah, just and just keep just grounding mm-hmm. and pounding. And you ever done that like uh, like uh, that summer game or we did it uh, field field day. We did it at field day. Whack a mole. Nope. Where you have some balloons and it's like a relay race. You got to take the balloon and then and you just butt like smash it. You just butt smash the hell yeah. out of it. Um, that's what you got to do to these heads. I've, I love butt smashing balloons. I, I was know. I used to be scared of that one because I'm like, oh, like popping it with my caboose. Is that going to hurt? Is that going to sting? Yeah. Yep. So we always. You some know, people. You know some people said. It? Some people said that we didn't win those events because of my my weight and how uh, agile I was on the field. But it was actually because I was a little scared yeah. of the. And then you you accidentally slip a fart while you do it. And then some people call that the whoopee cushy mm-hmm. tushy. And it wasn't fair. And you're trying to earn a little point. I'll give you half of one, but don't try too hard because I'm watching you. Okay. All right. I really like that. It one. was also the before the blow up in 2014, so I was actually pretty quick out there. All right. It was pretty speedy. So yeah, our boy's Hanji though. He's got that strong head, and he gives him that headbutt, dude, straight to a demon. Can you believe that? Well, yeah. Hey, Tanji, not a good idea to literally headbutt a Geodude. Yeah. He even says that. He's like, oh, you got a really hard head. Well, of course he does. They're a demon. Everything's better. Of course their skull's going to yep. be more dense. And then he tangles him up with that hatchet and sends him to a tree. And this is where we see that the decapitated head, it does make him a little bit weaker because it does affect him to where he can't really get away from that. Mm-hmm. I would assume if he's not decapitated, that's probably an easy fix for a demon just to get out of that. Right. But yeah, as he does that, though, he runs up as Nezuko's still getting the shit beat out of her. And Tanji, this is another, it's a classic mistake, tackling somebody off a cliff. 
really, really poor move. I was very disappointed in him. All you had to do was go for a push. Like, why are you going full on tackle? Yeah, you know who wasn't. He using doesn't their have a head, head here. Uh, Tanji, not the demon. Yeah, and he's the one that didn't have a head. He literally could not keep his head on a swivel. He couldn't. So I mean, you were just going to blindside him whichever way you came from. Could have gave him that good old fashioned. Uh, what do you call? What do you call that when you jump up in the air and you double mm-hmm. kick somebody? Yeah, and you fall to the ground. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know what you're saying because I wanted to say he's the worst linebacker in the league. You got to keep your head on a swivel. And then we go to the calling card, and uh, for those, and also, also the way he sold out so hard for that tackle that you know it's early in the show. We'll see where it goes. I'm calling bullshit on Nezuko catching him because his inertia was way too rapid for well, her well, to Ronnie, snatch him. She can grow and shrink in. I what I think she did is she just stretched Armstrong to her arm. Okay. Him. But we go to the calling card, and for those of you that are new to this podcast, mm-hmm. Ronnie and I love our calling cards. Love them. Okay? We're going to call it like it is every time. And this is for people who don't know. We call it a calling card. We don't know why we call it that, but that's what we do. It's when you reach about the halfway point of the episode where they will insert a commercial break, but we are living in 2022 where if you're watching a commercial... Well, you're just foolish. I don't yeah. know. Understand how you're doing that? Yeah. You're paying for cable for yeah. 189 dollars a month. You're That's just watching a commercial. You might be over 80. How are the cable companies keeping up? How are people really still paying 189 dollars a month for cable sports? So, That's the only thing. I sports can think are keeping of. them alive, and they're coming. They're coming soon. Like it's just not. You know, it's like the uh, the newspaper business. It's the radio business. Get out while you can. If you're a cable man. Like you said, Nezuko grabs him. I think she stretched Armstrong. It, it didn't really show it here, but she, I'm tempering my angerness, angriness, anger. There was no, you know, ending to that word. It was yeah. just anger. And you know, it was. I thought it was a cool little moment. Sister saving the brother. Okay. Well, there was. I, they did show. There was a few points where I was like, "Oh wow, she really is Team Tanji." They did show that last episode when she started tearing up or whatever, but it just it happened very quickly, and so it took me a second to be like, okay, yeah, that's why she's being cool. I remember that it was like they just immediately had an understanding out of nowhere. She was trying to eat him, and then it was like once uh, Giyu beat him. Yep, Giyu, once he get, gave that little hit to him, she, mm-hmm. she kind of snapped like she back snapped into- out of it. It was like, all yeah. right. And it's interesting. I wonder if their bond is just so strong that's why they're still connected, or mm-hmm. if she if she's not like a full demon. So, even though she has shrunken and grown, so I I guess she is a full demon. I guess they just have a strong bond. It's like maybe me and you. So, yeah. It's like if one of us turned into a demon, I can promise you we wouldn't eat each other. Well, maybe maybe you would eat me. Well, but. I would think about it, but like after a while, if you kept me well fed. Yeah, but then you'd look at me and be like, there's no meat there. Yeah, you get me well fed, we'd be fine. Yeah. So Tanjiro, he realizes that this demon smell, as they go back to the the headless, or sorry, the head of the demon on the tree, he gives him a little sniff and realizes it's not the same one that left his house and ate his entire family. It's not that one. And if it was... As we see here in a little bit, Artanji is a little bit too nice. If it was the one that did that, you can best believe that he should be smashing this head in. Okay. Yeah, he definitely should be smashing his head in. He got in his mind that it wasn't, so that's why I don't think he could. 
and I'm still saying there's a uh, there's like a duo slash trio out there that did that to his family. Yeah. It's like team. It's not that's not the handiwork of one demon. Okay. Not saying that one demon couldn't do that. I just know a group job when I saw it, and that's definitely one of them. Okay. And I put right here, he sniffed it out kind of like how you can sniff out different types of honey bun brands. Well, but I can't. As they come out of the microwave. I can't. Deviated septum hasn't been right ever since I got the surgery still. I think about 80% of the way back, but I do believe it's redeviating. That's a topic for another time. I do believe, though, if, if a Little Debbie's and a Big Texas were sitting next to each other, well, you'd be able to sniff that yeah, out. You're right. A Hostess Jumbo. Uh, what is it? Fluffies? I think Fluffies is one. Fluffies has got a good one. Oh, you know that one? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so Tanji goes to kill the captured demon. As he's panicking, you know, he's tearing up a little bit. He's thinking of a way just to do it quickly. He doesn't want it to suffer. And we get a man in a red penis-nosed mask. Grab him from behind. Yeah, this guy, I'm calling this guy Red Rocket. <laughs> yes, great name for him. And he says, you can't finish him off that way in a very homoerotic way. Whoa, be careful. This This guy... Red Rocket, he can sniff out that Tanji's, you know, a little too nice. Maybe not cut out for the job if he wants to actually be a demon slayer. Mm-hmm. For the fact that he feels bad for a demon that he just saw devouring humans. They did a great job when they introduced him right away. I'm like, okay, yeah, of course, this is Giyu's mentor. He's even more serious than Giyu was. Yep. Um, I'm not, I feel like I'm not saying that right. Giyu, yeah. I'm saying it right? Mm-hmm. Okay, dude. If you say so. Yeah, you're saying it right. All right, cool. Uh, but yeah, I like this guy. My Calling fu- him Red Rocket. My future self is what, laughing. It's like the mask is cool, but every single time they showed it, I was like, wow, you guys really added those extra two inches, huh? They did, man. Like if they had just shortened it up a little bit, wouldn't have thought a thing about it, but they really were like, nope, it needs to be a little bit longer just to the point where it's absurd and catches everyone eye, everyone's eye every time they see it. Yeah, he's definitely taking a pill for that, I would assume, because <laughs> he's old. I don't think he's getting it up like that. And then we see that Tanji, he sits there, he keeps contemplating, and he waits so long that the sun comes up. And right when the sun's coming up, this demon, this little demon shithead, he starts complaining and yelling at him, and he just absolutely gets disintegrated by the sun, as we hear in the background the song, the hit tune song from the Beatles. Here comes the sun, do-do-do-do. So yeah, he sees that happen to him, and then he realizes, oh shit, my sister's a demon, where's she at? Yeah. As he runs up to the cabin, and we see... Just cute little Nezuko hiding in a basket. In the oh, yeah, she was even cuter here than yeah. in the hole earlier, I will say. And how can you be so cute when you're a demon, Ronnie? I mean, how? I, well, I take that back. There's a lot of females out there that are demons on the inside mm-hmm. that really portray an innocent soul on the outside. Yeah. We have been hurt so many times. Yeah. So we see now that if Nezuko gets exposed to the sunlight... It's not gonna be. A good it's not time. gonna be a good time. No, uh, yeah. This guy evaporates like nobody's business. Yeah, he can get Ronaldo'd his head off. He can get a hatchet to the neck. But if a sun comes out, this guy's done. We then find out that the man is indeed the title of this episode. Okay, 
I'm um, not going to say it because I don't know how to say it. Sakonji. Sakonji? Yeah, that's Kataroki. how. Correct? What are we going to call this guy? I say Red Rocket. Okay, okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I mean, if you're down, I'm down. I think I call him Mr. Sushi. It's just, it's not practice. That's what I don't understand. Like, how do they say it in Japanese? Because, like, it, these things, you got to have a conversation. They're saying this guy's name every. They're saying. Urokodaki. No, you know, you know what he's saying every time. Sensei. Yeah. They call everybody Sensei. That's exactly right. Yeah. So that's why we're gonna call him Red Rocket, RR, Mr. Sushi. I don't know why I put that in here. Yeah. I just couldn't think of anything for him. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> I don't think there was a single piece of sushi to be had this episode. Seems a little racist, if you ask me. <laughs> His name starts with an S. That's all I could think of. He walks up and then slaps the shit out of Tanji and says, you are too slow to make decisions. Well, not only he asks him a question, gets him thinking, and then when he doesn't answer that quick enough, he slaps him. And I put here, this is what my father did after basketball games. Um, I mean, I needed it, though. And I think Tanji really needs it, too. Yeah, I mean, your free throw percentage was abysmal. And if Tanji... 72% get it yeah. up. They're, they literally call them free throws. Make them count. <laughs> I, I looked like I was throwing it at the basket. That's why they call him that. Also, they make a point to be like, oh, this guy, he's uh, mourning that dead, those dead people, dug him some graves and mourning them. They were some half-assed graves, all right? Like, it looked like he didn't even dig. It mm-hmm. looked like he got he dug dirt from somewhere else and just put it on top. He laid him out in the yeah. front yard and then just scooped, like pushed dirt on it. There yeah. was no scooping involved. It was just a push of dirt yeah, on it, top of him. He literally had mulch that he was about to spread at his cabin. He just put the mulch over him. It was as if the ground became a beach. Like, this is how you bury someone at the beach. You just start pushing sand on top of them. Yeah. Now, maybe I'm not judging him. He might have been in a rush, but let's not be like, oh, wow, he's really taking the time to... Well, I mean, he did it quick. He did it so quick. It was very quick, yeah. Unless, unless Tanji really just sat there for hours contemplating on if he was going to smash this demon's head in with a rock. This man then says, I'm going to teach you to see... Oh, wait. Hold on. Oh, yeah. He, this man then says... I'm going to take you to see if you got what it takes. Okay. Mm-hmm. He puts, he tells them to put Nezuko on his back and to follow him. So they go for a run. A nice little run. He also says something about, um, like, oh wait, have they, they might not have gotten to that point yet. No. So they, they start running and Nezuko's on his back and he's getting tired. This, he can't keep up with this old man. And he's just thinking the whole time, I've got to do this for Nezuko. So we have some inspiration for Tanji, okay? I feel like if she wasn't alive, his whole family just died, he probably wouldn't do any of this. But he's got a little bit of a little bit of faith here with his sister <laughs> half alive. Maybe so. I wonder. But can't wonder too hard because she's right on his back. Well, she, she is, but... Um, Unless he trips and falls and she just gets exposed to the sun. I mean, he seems like a pretty driven young individual. I think he would have tried to avenge his family. So they get to Mount Sushi's cabin as Tanji is is, uh, exhausted. And he asks him when the test begins. And then the old man says, the test will now begin. (laughs) (laughs) What a bad note. He says, 
Did I pass the test? Oh, that's what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it has now begun. It has now begun. This is a classic. You see this all the time in Sensei uh, via student right. combinations. And it's classic. I love it. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is so classic. And then he tells him, we're going to climb the mountain now. Okay, so now they got to do mountain climbing. He, he does tell Tanji, though, that he will take care of his sister for him. And I like this guy. Like you said, this guy's really serious. But what I like about him, same as Giyu, obviously they hate demons. They've, they've been taking them out. But they seem to actually really be interested in genuinely caring about Nezuko. This has to be so rare that he's thinking, maybe I should do this. Like... So at first I didn't want to get ahead of you, but now I do. After your uh, your notes kind of fell apart there, right there, I do think you missed when he's talking about like the one thing you can't let happen is for her to kill someone. No, that's just coming up right here. All right. So then the guy tells. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. That's what I thought. <laughs> uh. He well, he didn't seem that passionate about it, so I can see where you... Well, he does. While he says he'll take part. care of her, he does say that. He's like, the one thing you can't let her do is kill a human. Okay, yeah. Um, he also says, like, and if she does, you might as well just slit your stomach. Yeah. Which, uh, owie. What a terrible way to go out. Well, yeah, that's what he's saying, man. Not your throat. That's too easy. If you're going to let that happen. <laughs> if you're going to let that happen, do your stomach. Well, that's like a that's like a samurai thing, right? They always go they if they do something dishonorable, they gotta stick themselves in the gut. Yeah, but this guy se- seeming like you just gotta slit it sideways instead of pushing it into your heart. You ever uh, seen that happen? Somebody push it into their heart? Um, but he's he's just like completely advising against uh, Tanji doing this. He's a big believer, and if you play with a fire, you're gonna get burnt. Um, it was also during these notes where I was like, what's the point of the mask? Well, do you it's, know why? Why? Is he he's horribly old. scarred, you think? Probably. I would I would assume so. Um, he's old. A lot of old people don't look very good. I have to make it. Let me make a prediction here. People love a good prediction. They gobble him up. He will take his... We will see him without his mask off. Without his mask off? So right now. Huh? Without his mask off? Is that what I said? Yeah. We will see him with his mask off episode by episode eight. Okay. Ocho. Okay. Um, And then also, I'm not a big believer in this uh, white sheet keeping out the sun for Nezuko. Okay. I think we need a thicker fabric, and I think we need it to something that uh do you, you what is this do you think cotton yeah it, it definitely looks like perhaps silk even which uh, that's in white that's just not gonna get the job done you're gonna want something a little darker something with a higher thread count i'm concerned about the thread count on this uh fabric it's just gonna let some sun in there and i don't know if can he knit can she he might be surviving knit? it but i feel like maybe she's taking some damage I like that. And if he can't, if he gets a cut in it, is he going to be able to knit it up? I mean, it's a lot of questions here. He's already run through the woods. What if it gets nicked? These are just the things I want to yep. talk about. 
So this old man takes him off into the woods, off up the hill. They go climbing, and then he tells him to make it to the base of the mountain before daybreak. Yeah, also, this was another point where I'm starting to question Tanji this episode. I'm like, okay, how bright is this man actually? Because he's he does say, obviously he's getting ready to go back down, but Tanji does not know that. And he doesn't call him out for when he's like, don't worry, I'm going to take good care of your sister. Now let's leave her inside here while we go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not good care. That's like <laughs> that's like a babysitter. They come here and they're like, oh, hey, Julie, thanks for watching Brian tonight. Also, dude, there are no, you know what I just realized? There are no five-year-old Brians. No, we're not. not. We're not making Brian's anymore. No, I would say they're probably they call him Bryson. Every single yeah. yep. Every single Brian is thirty four years old. Yeah, <laughs> and if you have one under thirty four, they don't even go by that. They no. go by their middle name. Who the heck is a five year old Brian? But anyway, they. Uh, but in this case, Julie has come over to babysit Brian, and then uh, they're like, "All right, just bed by nine. Take good care of him." Julie's like, "Yeah," and then right as I get to the door, they go, "Julie, you coming?" <laughs> And then they all just go and get in the car together and go have a good time. Little Brian's just there by himself. He becomes a 34-year-old man because he didn't have proper yeah. care. Had to grow up on his own. So Taji starts going down this hill. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get down the mountain by daybreak. He says, oh, this is going to be easy. I can sniff everything out. Piece of cake. As he does that, though, he falls into the classic booby trap. There are booby traps galore, and I love a good booby trap. It reminds me of Scooby-Doo. And let me tell you, Tanji, he gets blitzed by these. I mean, he's literally like Scooby and Shaggy, how they always fall into uh-huh. traps. Yeah. They're like traps that have like a 0.09% chance of getting uh, like triggered and working, and he runs into every single every one of single them. Every single one. <laughs> And they are packing a punch. There's just yeah. like straight up trees swinging from cables and just tree like logs just drilling him in the back. Oh my god! Yeah, what a, he's got a concussion for sure. Could you pass this challenge without the boobies? Without mine or without like? Oh, you mean the traps? I think I could. Yeah. You think you're like if if the moon is out? If, if I say if out. I'm just like hey Chad, let's go for a while. Don't worry, I'm know this area like the back of my hand let's go for a walk and then we go walk like three miles back into the woods and then you know i run off yeah i'd say i'm playing i'm playing a prank on you if the full moon is out i've got it easy there's not a full moon it's gonna be a little tough because just because the darkness okay you don't have a light think about it because you gotta what are you gonna do wait till daybreak to get back (laughs) You gotta get back before daybreak. There's no way you'd make it back. <laughs> Three miles into the woods. I think I could, man. What are you, some hunter gatherer? <laughs> there's not a trail, Chaz. I have to be running. You, you said there's no boobies. You don't follow a trail. Yeah, you can run, but we did some turning while we were. It's not just a straight line. Oh. We had to avoid trees in our path and you know other obstacles. Well, that's the thing, though. I'd have a compass. You didn't say I couldn't bring a compass. I didn't. You might get your way out. So Tanji, after he's getting obliterated, we see that he then gets super laser focused. Sorry, one more thing. How about how Red Rocket's a man with the wind? Oh, yeah. He just disappears. He floated away with the wind. It's like fog wind. He just disappears with it. Continue. We then see that Tanji gets uber focused, starts breathing, focuses on breathing, and then sees a bunch of air follicles. Okay, they're all swarming around. 
and his sniffing powers fully activate. Mm-hmm. Okay. He starts sniffing out the logs and fogs of the atmosphere. Because okay? people touched him. That's what he says. Oh, he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, people set up these traps. I can smell them. I can smell the traps. You can smell the traps. He keeps thinking of his last surviving family member, Nezuko, and he keeps moving forward, okay? I got very stressed out when I saw he was doing this in flip-flops. Well, you're going to get stressed out this entire series then because <laughs> everyone wears flip-flops. Oh, man. That's stressful. <laughs> Closed toed shoes, guys. It's very ancient, man. It's uh, very one with nature is what people call it. If I were to ever open my own Demon Slayer Academy, that's rule number one. No open-toed shoes. Okay. And how are they so fast in these? Think exactly. You ever tried running in a flip-flop? Yeah. Not to mention two. Yeah. That's tough. He makes it back just in time, right before daybreak, and he looks like absolute shit. He has gotten obliterated. This is where I think I could have made it. The reason that he made it back with all these boobies, I could make it back without boobies. Best animated scene so far was right when he was escaping from the woods, and they do that kind of like long shot of him dodging all the boobies. You like that? Yeah, that was the okay. best one I'm so far. I'm glad you commented that on it. That was cool. Norm- normally, you're just like... You're not a fan of animation. You like live action stuff. Like yeah, yeah. It was the best anim- It was the best action scene I've seen all year. Um, beside, if you take Euphoria out of the equation, okay. I put it up there with when uh, SpongeBob and Patrick when they get into the uh, is it the Krabby Patty Mobile? Okay, yeah, but that's what it's called. Yeah, the Krabby Patty starts with the spatula. Yes. And they, uh, when they get see all the dead bones and stuff, mm-hmm. and they have to drive out of there. That was a great animated mm-hmm. scene as well. What about when they get on the other, to the other side of the trench with the slapping uh, technique? Oh my god, that one too! And then when David Hasselhoff comes in the picture, fully animated, and he shoots them down to the ocean with, with his, his pectoral, pectoral muscles. muscles. Yeah, <laughs> SpongeBob Chronicles coming soon. One day we will be doing a full episode coverage of that movie of that film. It's called a movie, but it's a yeah. film. SpongeBob Corpus movie film. We then see that Mr. Red Rocket, he's reading a message from Giyu, okay? This guy had sent a letter, and it's got to be from a pigeon carrier, right? Uh, And I'm so glad you mentioned it. I thought it was a great chance to plug the Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash podcastchronic. And the reason I bring this up is we just use it, you know, we're not trying, well, we're using the Patreon as a way to invest in the podcast. Right now, we're saving up for a camera, and after that, we've already earmarked our next goal for uh, buying homing pigeons. Yeah. So we can send notes to one another. Yeah, and it'd be great vlogging material. We're gonna set up a GoPro. Uh-huh. That's another thing. We gotta start up in the tiers because we've gotta afford a GoPro for pigeons. Been looking it up. Pretty expensive. For not pigeons. to mention the upcharge we're gonna get for, for a. To buy a pigeon that can carry a GoPro. Yes, those are... That's where they're going to get yeah. you. They're only a few hundred dollars, but if you look at the ones that carry GoPros, those are like in the thousands. That's when so. you get a pricey. Might take a few years with the amount of people we have right now, but it's okay. We will get there. But yeah, as he's reading this letter, he's telling the tale of young Nezuko and Tanjiro, okay? He even mentions the smelling power. Of Tanjiro, he says he's got the same smelling technique as you. Mm. How about that? That's why he wears that nose mask. Yeah, figured it out. He's got a nose on him. He puts a. It's like a nose tunnel. 
Yeah. And it, it just kind of wafts into that and it stays for a while. It makes him really be able to dissect the layers of the smell. I like this right here. He, The reason I feel like he helps Tanjiro, not only because of the demon situation, but he reminds him of his sensei. And while we're talking about his equipment, what about those like, uh, I believe they are, he's wearing triple threat ankle weights. Yes. When he takes those off, his vertical is going to be ridiculous. He's like me in sixth grade. When I was like, oh, one day I'm going to dunk it. I was just running around the neighborhood in ankle weights. <laughs> oh, not even jumping. You're just like, if I just run, I'm going to be able to um, dunk. I would just wear them for like five hours at a time. And then I'd take them off and my vertical would be like four inches better. And I'd be like, on my way. Yep. On my way. How's your vertical now? Well. Did it help? Let's not talk about it. Not getting up there like I used to. So Giyu, this guy seems cool. I really like the mysterious vibe that we get from Giyu. And he asks his former sensei to train Tanji and to help the girl. I was surprised by this. Yeah. And uh, obviously the old man has mad respect for him because that's exactly what he's doing. So he must be have been a great student. But it's going to be hard. We're get, That's the thing we're going to see. We're going to be... It's going to take a lot of work for him to be able to help Nezuko. He's not. Yeah. That goes against everything he believes in. Yeah. and it's, But maybe he respects Gyu so much that he's fully on board. Well, the fact that he's even trying yeah. goes to show you how much he respects him. And that's when he says that, I fully accept you as my student. Mm-hmm. And we go in. I thought it was weird they changed the ending song. Then, we, yeah, we go straight into the ED. This is yeah. the first time we've actually seen the ED. We had the OP at the end Well, they changed time. the ending song. And I, am I to believe there will be a new one after every episode if they keep up this pace? <laughs> there will not, Ronnie, because we had the OP Two last episodes, episode. two unique EDs. It's kind of weird. It's very eerie. I love the eerie vibe that you get initially right when the ED mm-hmm. starts. It got, it's got that distorted sound, siren sound. It really helps the atmosphere of this episode. Um, I need to go back. I've only heard the uh, first episodes of ED once, so to like compare to compare and contrast, I should probably go back and see which one I like yeah. better. <laughs> it's not bad. It's a you know I put it as a uh, I gave it a B minus. Okay, I gave it a B minus. The, the artwork's pretty cool, and I'd say the song's all right. It's if I like the eeriness. She so like the first one better. There's not a first one. This is the first one. All right. Well, I think that pretty much wraps us up, doesn't it? That's the end, yeah. Email us at thepodcastchronicles at gmail.com. Join the Discord in the description below. YouTube. We -hmm. are almost at 300 subs, okay? Yep. We're only 73 off from that. Uh, And then (laughs) Twitter (laughs) Twitter at podcastchronic. I've been this is fun. I like this this show. We're having a good time. I've been Ronnie. And I've been Chatty. Peace. Peace.